This is the Moshpit Backstage Podcast for punk, metal and rock interviews and segments. This is Stefan. I'm in a band called Pup, and you're listening to the Mosh Pit on Sin. Hey everyone, I'm Stefan from the Mosh Pit on Sin, and thanks so much for tuning in to another interview. Our guest is a Canadian punk rocker from the band Pup, who will be touring Australia's East Coast in October. The band's second album, The Dream Is Over, came out in May, and it's a bloody ripper. On the line is frontman Stefan Babcock. Hey Stefan, how are you going? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Absolutely great. Thank you for being here. So, Stefan, for those new to the critical success that is Pup, can you describe in your own words what the band is about, what's their sound, you know, what's their mission statement is, and so forth? Sure. We're just like, we're a punk rock band. We play loud, play fast. Sometimes we play weird. Yeah, we're just trying to make, uh, like you said, bloody rippers. I think that was my favorite Pup description ever. <laughs> awesome. Now, uh, you got a new album out for these bloody rippers called The Dream Is Over, which follows your self-titled <laughs> debut two years ago. So, how did Pop avoid so-called sophomore slump? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think we just worked really hard. We worked hard on this record, and, uh, and uh, we made something that we're proud of, and we also just didn't let things kind of, like, get in our head. I think a lot of bands, you know a lot of pressure on the second record um if your first record does okay or does well uh and we just kind of like didn't let that pressure really uh really get to us we just kind of stayed the course and and tried to just make music that that we liked and we, and that we would want to listen to you know was there any songs that you you um that i guess could be in the cutting room floor in the vault that these songs you know they were good songs you know you thought okay maybe these doesn't really suit what pop is about like maybe they're not punk rock songs um well we did uh, well there are songs that we did cut uh i should say first of all uh a bunch of songs that we did cut but uh on this record um i don't i think every song there has a purpose and has a place and we feel good there are definitely songs that are kind of outside a little outside of our comfort zone um there's a song called old wounds which is really a hardcore song which uh is uh, much kind of more raw and aggressive than we usually are. And, you know, there's a song called Pine Point, which is much kind of more introspective than we usually get. But uh, I think part of the thing that I love about playing in this band is uh, not being afraid to kind of explore different musical angles and, and try try things out. Speaking of not being afraid, so the opening lines of the album read... If this tour doesn't kill you, then I will. So I know that your bandmates are from primary school and that you played over 450 shows the last couple of years, but should the other guys fear for their safety? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I mean, that, you know, that song, y- yes, I wrote the lyrics, but I wrote the lyrics as as a kind of a reflection on touring that, a kind of sentiment that all four of us have, not just me, it's all four of us. Like, you know, all four of us have felt like we wanted to kill one another at some point on tour. You know, touring is 
touring the way we tour is very unglamorous. You know, we spend a lot of time in the van, a lot of time sleeping on floors. There's no privacy. We're around each other all the time, and and it can be a lot to deal with. Uh, and so, uh, as much as we love each other and are very lucky to play in bands with each other, uh, you know, we can annoy the shit out of each other at times. So, you know, that's what that song is kind of about. And it and it really is like a a song that all four of us are able to relate to lyrically. Uh, it's not just me hating them. It's all of us at times hating all of, uh, like, hating each every other bandmate. But for the most part, at the end of the day, uh, uh, we're best friends and, and we feel really lucky to be doing what we're doing. I guess it's lucky that it's um, you four that have known each other for so long, so you're like brothers now, because if it was... Maybe anyone else, you know, maybe the other, the whole band could be dead by now and, you know, maybe you have to rename the band to, like, Pulp, like a bloody Pulp or something. Yeah. Well, I, you know what? I don't think I would have written a song called If This Tour Doesn't Kill You, I Will if the band legitimately hated each other because that's just a recipe for disaster, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> now, you have known these guys most of your life, spend most of your career rocking out with them and sometimes being you know, pissing each other off. So I guess you guys are one big family now, or do you f- or is it more like you're good mates, or even feel, more, or even more like work colleagues now? I think at this point, like, when we started off, I think we felt like we were really good friends, and at this point, I feel more like these guys are my siblings now, like, more than anything. It's like, the connection and the love for each other is deeper than a friendship, but also, like, you're kind of stuck with them. And, uh, you know, siblings can have a unique ability to kind of piss you off, I think, in a way that friends can't. They know where to dig the knife in. And and even if they do that, I mean, you're still family. There's nothing you can do about it except for maybe retaliate back in your own aggressive way. And that's how I really feel about these guys. They're like my family now. Uh, and there's no turning back. And, uh, and I do love them. So who contributes what? Like, which band member does what when it comes to recording process of the album? We're very much a band, right? The four of us. I mean, I kind of shell songs, but uh, once the shell is kind of written, we kind of all get in the jam space together, and the whole band kind of tears the song apart and, and rebuilds them, and eventually the song turns into something different entirely than than uh, than what it was initially. So it's a really kind of collaborative process, and um, we kind of, yeah, yeah, it's collaborative. What else can I say about it? It's a great band experience. So the music video for the song, DVP, it's extraordinary. One of my favorite videos of the year so far. It's a lyric video using the footage from Classic 8 and 16-bit games. So, Stefan, who came up with this idea, and how was it executed? Yeah, so we have a fifth secret member in Pup, and his name is Jeremy, and he does a lot of uh, videos for us. He does most of our music videos, and he's a very close friend of ours. And he had this, you know, the other guys, less than me actually, but the other guys really are, were really into classic video games and played Nintendo and Nintendo and, and Sega and stuff like that growing up. Uh, and so he had this idea to kind of use all of that stuff and... Um, and create this lyric video out of, like, 
some of uh, our favorite classic games and uh and so he just took it upon himself and i think he did a really incredible job Awesome. So the title of the album, The Dream Is Over, is a reference to a doctor telling yourself, Stefan, that you would never sing again. Uh, but of course, your voice is alive and kicking. So can you tell us what happened with that situation? Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we, we toured aggressively. You know, we did 450 shows in two years, like 250 shows in one year. It's like, it's a lot. Um, and during most of that time, I wasn't really taking care of my body, you know, uh, pretty hard on myself and uh just the way i was living and um we spent a month recording this new record the dream is over and then uh we had i think a day or two off and we were due to start a seven week tour and uh following you know the recording my voice wasn't feeling so great and i went to see a doctor and uh, assist on my vocal cords and uh, my vocal cords were starting to hemorrhage, which means they were just bleeding into themselves. And she took one look at this kind of gnarly mess of vocal tissue in my throat and said, the dream is over, which uh, I thought was just like, I kind of thought it was funny at the time, you know. Uh, and uh, so uh, anyways, we did that whole tour. You know, we did six weeks, you know, six weeks of touring after that. uh and uh, kind of proved that the dream wasn't over. But uh, after that, I had a lot of recovering to do, and uh, I've been kind of working really hard to get my voice back into uh, into shape. And uh, and I'm feeling all, I'm feeling a lot better. And I also feel like naming the record "The Dream Is Over" was kind of like uh, a really kind of big. Uh, victory for us it's a tongue-in-cheek title that kind of shows that hopefully people get the humor in it and and understand that uh there's some uh disillusionment and desperation in the lyrics of the record but at the same time uh we're not a band to to give up the fight easily and uh we're very persistent and 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 we're still out there touring and and living our dream well, I think there's something missing here. I mean, when they said, when the doctor said the dream is over, you said it was funny at the time, but wasn't. What about the part that was like, oh crap, like I may never sing again? What about that? Yeah, there was a whole <laughs> lot of that too. You know, I try not to dwell on it too much, uh, but yeah, there was definitely. A, it was tough. I mean, at the end of that tour. I mean, I was incapable of literally, I like couldn't make a sound out of my uh, throat for two weeks. Two weeks I was totally silent, like I couldn't even whisper. Uh, and it was tough, and you know, of course, like, you know, you get those thoughts like, man, I might never be able to sing again. Like, I wonder what I'm going to do with my life now that, you know, I've been trying to be in band for 15 years and I finally just started, like, succeeding a little bit and now maybe all that is gone and it's for sure it's uh it's tough it's a weird situation and and, you know i was really um i was really unhappy for a long time and i really kind of retreated into myself for a while there but at the end of the day you know there are so many people in the world who have overcome such greater hardships than that you know and i take a lot of inspiration from those people and 
and I realized, like, uh, you know, I've worked too hard at, at being in a band to let let this be the end of the line. So uh, it just took a little more work and more persistence, and and um, and here we are, you know, touring touring like crazy again and uh, with a new record out. So uh, I'm feeling positive and I'm feeling relieved. Also, now you'll be in Australia in October for your shows. That's not the first time you've been here. So, what was your Aussie experience like last time? It was amazing. I mean, we our first ever tour in Australia was with this mystery band who are just incredible and good dudes, good band, uh, or I should say, great dudes, great band. It was so much fun, you know. It was like it was a pretty extensive tour. It was pretty long. It was like twenty five shows or. 30 shows somewhere around there and um, we got to see so much of the country that I, I think most touring bands don't get to see and we just had a blast you know we got to spend a couple of days on the beach every week and we got to see all sorts of crazy places like we got we got to go to Tasmania and play a show which is something that like I never even considered as a thing that I might do in my life you know um, so it was tons of fun and uh, and I'm just really excited I mean I could say it was probably the most fun tour that Pup has ever done. So uh, I'm so excited to come back and 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 do it again and uh, and see some old friends and make some new friends. And now for the most important question, as of course we are mosh pit on sin here. So what are the mosh pits like at a Pup show? I mean, it varies uh, from place to place, but usually it's pretty rowdy. There's a lot of stage diving. Um, I like to stage dive too. I love a lot of mellower music, and I love a lot of you know, yeah, I love mellow music. But at the same time, playing mellow music is not like playing loud, heavy music because the shows are so much more fun when you play kind of aggressive, rowdy music. So uh, I love. Um, I love uh, having a good mosh pit, and uh, and I hope Australia comes out and represents. We certainly will. Pup will be touring Australia's East Coast in October, and the Melbourne show will be Thursday, October the 8th at the Reverence Hotel. Pup's sophomore album, The Dream Is Over, is out now. I've only been blasting in the last couple of days, but I'm hooked already. Some terrific punk rock bangers there. Stefan Babcock, thanks so much for joining us on the Mosh Pit on Sin. Thanks so much for having me. All right, we'll see you later, Stefan. See you in October. Yeah, sounds good, man. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Moshpit Backstage Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and Omni. To find out more about the show, go to www.syn.org.au slash moshpit. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash moshpitonsin and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at moshpitsin. The regular Moshpit radio show broadcasts punk, rock and male tunes and interviews every Thursday nights on SYN 9.7 on FM and digital radios. Listeners outside of Melbourne, Australia can stream SYN 9.7 online at www.syn.org.au. Thanks to Vintage Ruin for the music. Hi, this is Tomato from Flashgun Apocalypse. Hi, I'm Enid from Girls School. I am Phoebe Pinnock from Heaven the Axe. Hey, this is Gary Oldman of the Hey, this is Kat Sproul from Horizon's Edge, and you're listening to The Mosh Pit on Sin FM. Hi, this is Aina from Leopard. Hi, I'm Virginia Lilly from the band Lilly. This is Raoul from 1449. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ali from Eberhead. Hey, everybody, this is Charlie Benante with Anthrax, and you are listening to The Mosh Pit on Tips. 